I lost uh, so much fat, no? Yeah. yeah. Because of my diet and my exercise. <laughs> I've lost so much patience talking to you. <laughs> Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. So, I hope you listen to this and learn from my mistake. Not you, Douglas, because you got a lot of money to spend. What? Evil. <laughs> As for the rest of us, normal rakyat. I am normal rakyat. Okay. <laughs> this is what happened. Uh, Jonathan and I went to a rather nice hotel to try out the food for our wedding. Eh, right? hotel? I, I, no, I thought you wanted to do your, your wedding thing at a jungle resort, something. <laughs> yeah, we Check that one out uh, It was nice But it was a bit Far out of town And then the roads <laughs> Leading up to the place Wasn't like properly tarred And we felt like It would be a bit of a hassle For our guests right Because we wanted To have a carefree time there Also It was just way too hot I told you right <laughs> That's why Tarzan tak pakai baju Okay, so you've, you've picked the hotel already? Uh, no, we've just started setting up meetings to check them out. Okay. But, but this one in particular, if you do your wedding there, they'll cater the food from this Chinese restaurant. Oh, okay. So we thought we'd go and check it out. Lah. They have uh, Chinese dishes, but they're also famous for dim sum. So that's what we got. Okay, so I'm sorry I have to stop you again. Very sorry. Yeah. But but people eat dim sum usually lah, for breakfast. Yeah, your, your wedding is a dinner, right? <laughs> yeah, I thought this too. But I think Jonathan just wanted fancy dim sum at a fancy place. Oh, so this guy is as <laughs> Food tasting lah, Conan. <laughs> yeah lah. But normal dim sum is usually five to six ringgit per dish. I guess. Yeah. This place I saw was twenty to thirty bucks. Wow. Which, <laughs> which was which was okay considering the fact that we weren't gonna eat so much. So the bill would probably come to maybe two hundred bucks. Okay, okay. Okay. For the sake of the wedding lah. <laughs> <laughs> when we were ordering, I was like, Ooh, I feel like soup. So I asked the waiter, "What do you recommend?" And she said, "Okay, this double ball chicken soup with abalone. Okay. It came in a small Thai coconut." Which was super hard to drink from, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the brown color one, right? Yeah, I asked him to pour it out into a bowl. All in all, it was all right. Only like Aya. nothing spectacular, because you know dim sum. It's either wow, so nice, or just dim, dim sum. sum. <laughs> <laughs> We finish up The waiter hands the bill To Jonathan And I see his whole body Just go into stunt mode And inch back a bit Yeah yeah no, This one is called uh, The Chinaman shocked That bill spasm <laughs> Yeah He was like Why is it so expensive When I look over I saw the total Was like 500 something Why? Yeah then we go through The list of things And see Alama The soup Was 150 bucks A bowl And we had two bowls He turns over to me And he says Next time please Check the price And don't ask Chinese people To recommend because okay, I'm not being racist here, all right? But Chinese people, the notorious one, no, they will recommend you the most expensive thing on the menu. <laughs> no, and, and then when you cannot afford, uh, yeah. they will recommend you the money lender. <laughs> Fly FM. The weekend is only one day away, so if you go out and makan, please don't do what I did and I see order whatever the waiter recommends <laughs> without checking the price. Checking the price is a good uh, start, but sometimes it's also not enough. Because when I was mm. in Melbourne a few years ago, uh, the Asian comedians, we all met up for a casual lunch lap. Why only the Asians? Why not with the other uh, comics? Because the, the Western comedians don't take lunch seriously. <laughs> what? No, no, really. Westerners, uh, for lunch, they'll be happy with a stupid cold sandwich and a <laughs> styrofoam bowl of vegetable soup. Or disgusting. <laughs> or a salad. Yeah. yeah. So what do you all have? Steak. <laughs> I mean, you're in Australia. You whack the beef, lah, correct or not? Yeah. So anyway, we were recommended this steakhouse by one of the local comedians. I went there. It was located underground Oh, no. oh. <laughs> yeah, it's quite scary because you, you enter from the front door, uh-huh. then you gotta go down the stairs, and they've got all these different cuts of meat in the glass enclosure along oh. the walls. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you're walking into a slaughterhouse. <laughs> One of the comics is like, Yeah, hey, I hope we don't reach the bottom, huh? and then there's a giant Australian butcher there going, Oh, fresh meat from Asia. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I went to a place like this in Japan, but for salmon. Oh. So you walk into a room. There's a ninja come out. <laughs> <laughs> the whole room is just filled with dried salmon hanging from the ceilings. Like their mouths open, <laughs> hanging over you. It's quite disturbing. Yeah, I'll be like, there's something fishy going on here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we we get seated. Yeah. Then the maitre d recommends the tomahawk set. Uh, you know, you know tomahawk, la, right? Yeah, it's a giant steak in the shape of a flex bicep, la, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so we check the price. Yeah. Huh? Uh, about 110 Aussie. We thought, hey, okay, what? 110. You divide by four. But oh, we said, right, okay, sharing. there was there were four of us: Malaysian, Singaporean, India, Indian, Japanese. Right? Okay, okay. But then when the set came, it looked like it could fit 20 people. You know? <laughs> no, seriously, it was Ayo. huge. First of all, there were two tomahawk steaks. <laughs> what? Two. One was about 1.3 kg already. I was like, oh how God. can four normal-sized Asians eat this? We're not sumo wrestlers. You know? <laughs> so you all tap out lah. We tap out so much. I had I had leftover steak for the next three days. I got so jala. Uh, uh-huh. It went from tomahawk to tamahawk. I thought surrender. Fly FM. So there's a new fashion trend for Gen Zs. It's called Kit Core. Kit Core? Yeah. So Punjabi team. <laughs> 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 morning, morning. <laughs> it's called Kid Core, as in K I D C O R E. Yeah, okay, okay. Okay, it's been going viral on TikTok, and it's uh, about embracing the nostalgia for the '90s and 2000s. So, like scrunchies, barrette, barrettes, berets, barrettes. I just want the clips on it. Bar- yeah, yeah, mini braids, bucket hats, uh, mixing bright rainbow colors with print, and a lot of beads. You, okay, you see this picture? He looks too happy lah. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot go to work in this uh, unless maybe you work in kindergarten. <laughs> no. It's fine lah as long as you're decent. But look at it, it doesn't look professional at all. You cannot show up to work like a bag of candy. <laughs> people, who's going to take you seriously? You know, seriously, all you need is a wig and a red nose and you look like a clown, you know. Corp- corporate wear has to be muted one. White, black or grey. Or, or blue. If the blue looks like black or grey. <laughs> I think it's fun to show up in colourful outfits because it shows your personality. Yeah. And imagine if you speak and you sound so professional, you do your job well, fool, that'll change people's perception for sure. But maybe not for an interview. No. <laughs> like no. maybe after you get the job, then they go in your kid aesthetics. Lah. See, no, when I, when I do my stand-up shows, I will wear my showtime jackets my, oh. and my showtime suits. These are the, the, the brighter, more striking ones, you know. So these yes. are statement outfits, right? It's purposely done to attract attention. But if I'm going to meet a client... Well, I, I've seen your show jackets. It doesn't feel very you. Because it's like velvet. It says, look, everybody, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what to do, okay? So that's why when I meet clients, uh-huh. I dress formally lah. I, I dress down I, I do it so that the baju does not become the topic of a conversation no. right. so, yeah, so it doesn't distract us from what we are here to discuss if not after discussion I chow they'll be like hey, wow, the Douglas look like lollipop <laughs> <laughs> right so so I'm sorry no kid call for me uh, uh, for, for now instead I would like to recommend some Malaysian homegrown fashion trends oh, no. like uncle call <laughs> <laughs> it's basically short slippers singlet and you grow one fingernail long long oh my god uh, this other one is VVIP core uh. ah, this one is expensive designer clothing handbags watches <laughs> but they must all be from donations wow. ah. Ah, cannot buy yourself <laughs> Fly FM. So we just found out that Kid Core aesthetics is the new fashion trend with Gen Zs, which is all about rainbow colors, Ayoh. sunshine, and smiley faces on your entire body. I like it, but it is the complete opposite of what Douglas would wear. Yes, <laughs> he's too happy. <laughs> what was your fashion sense always so boring? 
Eh <laughs> Better to be boring Than embarrassing Because when I was younger I used to wear What? Chainmail armors Oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah yeah Flew on a dragon and all. No But when I was 16 Or yeah 16, 17 Yeah I got into rap Like Ooh. quite heavy uh, yeah. So goes MC Hammer Vanilla Ice And all that So I used to dress In track bottoms <laughs> <laughs> and fluorescent t-shirts Nerd <laughs> Excuse me That was the rapper look Last time okay Were your clothes oversized? No Nerd <laughs> Wait uh, There's more I I also had a, a black cap With a customized name plate On the front What? Oh my god What color was it? Uh, silver lah What? <laughs> And then you could get it customized at Central Market one. No, the fellow will print for you. Yeah. And then my one said D Lim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my <laughs> my name, my last name. But then my friend said, if you read it backwards, it says Miles. <laughs> <laughs> so not the best rap image. Yeah, not really. Uh, I used to wear a lot of dresses. Oh, princess, uh, princess dress. Yeah, little British girl floral dresses with puffy mm. sleeves, right lace, and a can can under my skirt. <laughs> so itchy, I tell you. But when I was two or three, I was obsessed with my black polka dot off. Shoulder dress Off shoulder at 3 years old Yeah I have this uh, Super vivid memory Of me insisting to my mom That I wanted to wear it I even have a picture Of when I was 7 I think Still wearing it Man. Like by the phone there Answering a phone call <laughs> <laughs> But When I was 11 right My style changed Because this time It was all Barbie dolls Barbie everything Um, I went to hang out With my sister and her friends Because I was sent To spy on her <laughs> And I was so stressed out Choosing what to wear I ended up wearing These pink Three quarter pants Pink blouse And pink shoes <laughs> So embarrassing Everything pink Yeah So so you were the original Dato Sri Vida <laughs> Fly Now, in case you don't know, Mina Saleh is an import English teacher from England, but she has to stay late after school sometimes to do an extra class for three students, Katija, Ladu, and Asing, who are just too different from the rest of their friends. <laughs> It's time for English class with Mina Saleh. Good morning, class. Now, as you know, you're meant to form a sentence using a word, and the word of the day is phobia, which means extreme or irrational fear. Katija, form a sentence using the word phobia. With the strength of the Almighty in our hearts, we should have no phobia. Very good, Katija. All right, Ladu, form a sentence using the word phobia. Teacher, there is one fly. No, I don't want to tell his name, okay? But this fly has been going to the English tuition class for more than one year already, but he still keeps getting everything wrong. I know German shepherds that speak better English than this fellow. If I were his parents, means uh, I would have given up and thrown. Okay, okay, Ladu, just form a simple sentence using the word phobia. I think he has a phobia of correct English. Okay, thank you, Ladu. Asing, form a sentence using the word phobia. For art class, oh, the teachers say the pencil we use must be phobia. No. Ah, you see? You're ten times out of ten times wrong. English class with Mina Saleh. Yeah! Fly FM. So a man lost over 45,000 ringgit after his wife threw away his old clothes with money inside. Uh, That's yo. why the baseline right, is 1 million one. No, You need huh? to look like a million bucks. If you only look like 45,000, <laughs> uh, better throw away. <laughs> <la>. <laughs> so 
So this man, he collected these uh, thousand Singaporean dollar banknotes. Okay. Where yeah, the whole yeah. banknote is just one thousand, right? Yes. Um, before the Singaporean government discontinued it last oh, year. Discontinued it. Yeah, and he put them in the pocket of one of his long sleeve shirts, lah. Unfortunately, the wife, while doing spring cleaning, threw the shirt away without checking. Holy. Yeah, he's made a police report since then about this, but he knows chances of recovering them are slim. Okay, let's be completely <gasps> objective here. Huh? Whose fault is this? The husband or the wife? Both lah. Why both? <laughs> no, come on. Okay, no, ob- objectively, uh, no element of sexism here. Objectively, uh-huh. I think it was 100% wife's fault. Why are you throwing away your husband's clothes without checking with him first? Or at least without informing him first? Because, now, once I misplaced <laughs> my wife's tweezer, okay. I didn't throw away. Uh, I just borrowed it to do some facial grooming and accidentally Put it back in the wrong drawer. It was like World War Three. Man, police report was made. Who asked you to put it in different drawer? Ah, uh, you see, you see. But I agree, lah. Like no matter who it is, it's always nice to ask for permission, right? You can't just simply go into somebody's room and like use their things Correct. and tell them. It's not nice. Also, you can't just throw away other people's things, especially yes. your children's stuff, right? A lot of parents do this. Don't lah go into your kids' room and throw things away because the people, busu all ah, yeah, because people have emotional attachment to things. You know, it's very traumatizing. So, so you agree with me? It's the wife's fault. I still say both. Oh, I give up. Like, like, <laughs> no, no, but I think even the wife doesn't think it's her fault. She probably went and scolded the husband. Who asked you never tell me got money inside your stupid shirt? Huh? True, Why are you right? hiding all the money in your stupid shirt? And if he dares argue back, like, hey, woman, you threw away my clothes, you know. She'd be like, hey, so when I marry you, uh, I throw away my life. Uh. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but it's really painful to lose valuable things. Uh. It's happened to me before. Oh, man, I still think about it now 15 years later. Emotional baggage. <laughs> Fly FM. So this man kept his savings in the pocket of his bajus. His wife didn't know. So when she was clearing things out, she threw away his clothes with 45,000 ringgits still inside. Ooh. Horrible. But it got us thinking about losing something valuable. I lost huh? so much fat, no? Yeah. yeah because of my diet and my exercise. <laughs> I've lost so much patience talking to you. <laughs> No, I had this uh, small gold heart-shaped clock, which is also a paperweight, I think, because it was so heavy. Where you bought? Ah, so that's why this clock is very special. Because when I was seven in Seattle with my parents, right, we walked into this clock shop and it was so magical. Why is a clock shop magical? Because it was like walking into Pinocchio's father's shop. Oh, there were okay. clocks everywhere. There was a uh, grandfather's clock. This old man was grandfather's running clock. Yeah. Grandfather's clocks, is it? Grand- grandfather's clock. Grand- <laughs> <laughs> this old man was running in like okay okay grandfather clocks okay. uh cuckoo bird clocks right, right. the ones where the bird pops out right and uh I saw this gold heart shaped clock sitting on the the table I was looking at it and then this old man walks up to me and he hands it to me and says you can keep it darling Ayo. yeah but maybe because he's so old uh, he realized he's running out of time so better give you some <laughs> Whatever it is It was one of my favourite things uh. mm. um, And when I was 16 I moved out of my family house To stay with my sister okay. right? But I kept the clock there um, But when I went back The next time It was missing Eh? Yeah, I don't know where it went So now 15 years later I still ask my mom about it In case it shows up somewhere you know but still she says like I don't know where it went so I think somebody stole it <laughs> <laughs> I have no proof lah, but I don't know so what you think a thief came into the house picked it up and was like wow so heavy this must be real gold is it <laughs> yeah I think it was it's not lah. <laughs> how, how can it be real gold the old man gave it to you for free if, 
if there really is an uncle in Seattle who's giving away gold for free, <laughs> then our national economic recovery plan would have been okay. Semua pergi Seattle. <laughs> Fly FM. So this music venue in Glasgow is using dancers to generate electricity. <laughs> Just a bunch of them rubbing their hair. <laughs> Be awkward. It's a bit more complicated than that, lah. Okay, Douglas. So when you dance in a room full of people, the room gets hotter from the heat, right? Yeah. So these engineers managed to figure out a way to transfer that heat to power the thermal battery, which is then used to cool down the venue, so use less electricity overall, lah. They're using heat to cool down stuff. Yeah. That's unheard of, man. N- no, that's how aircons work. Who said? <laughs> Aircons don't use heat to make cold air. They use horse. <laughs> because horse power. Yeah, it says there on the box. Okay, you don't ask me how, but it's probably a horse running on a treadmill somewhere that's attached to a giant fan. I'm so glad you're not a science teacher. But actually, talking about science, uh, I, remember, I remember a few the few times that I paid attention in class uh, yeah. was when we used an orange as a battery. It's not a battery, uh, it's a conductor. Oh yeah, no no. We also use it as a conductor. But there was one time we used it for, as a battery because okay. we, we took a small light bulb and then on the other end uh, of the wire we attached some copper or zinc and oh. then we poked uh, we poked this part into the orange and light came on, Joe. <laughs> you sure it wasn't because some horse was running somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> no horse. But but remembering this experiment, right? I can see how iPhone missed a big opportunity here. And that's why that's why their battery not so good, no, because they use Apple. <laughs> <laughs> they should have used orange. <laughs> Fly FM. We have a co-worker here who is a movie reviewer on YouTube. He has 111 followers now. Oh, he lost now. one. He lost yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> and we thought it'd be fun for him to talk about his favorite movies. It's time for... It's Mohsen's Movie Reviews. Everyone, except for the one fellow who unsubscribed. Oh, Today, okay. I want to talk about one of my favorite films featuring engineering because I'm such an engineering fan that even talking about it makes my engine very hot. <laughs> It's about this man who likes to make wooden contraptions. Right. Yeah, they're usually beautifully designed, but it's also very impractical. One night, he makes this wooden machine that moves and makes noise, and he really, really likes this machine, and he thinks this one will finally be useful. He's so excited to show off the machine, but the next morning, while he was sleeping, somebody sent some black magic to his house, and he cursed the machine. So tiba-tiba, the machine jadi automatic, can move by itself, and then it gets kidnapped by a fox. And a cat And they take the machine To an island far away Further than Sabah However on the island The machine starts misbehaving He starts smoking Getting wet And doing all sorts Of wrong things So then They throw it into the sea And a big fish Bigger than Ikan Paos Comes and swallows it But who's inside The fish stomach You know The inventor Of the machine Yes because now He lives in the fish Also it's so surprising uh, Okay Mosin Are you talking Talking about Disney's Pinocchio? Yes, precisely. So the wooden machine was Pinocchio. Why didn't you just say it was a puppet? Actually, it's a marionette. Oh. Yeah, it, it, they work based on a complex system of swings and joinery, so it's imprecise to call it a puppet. Why didn't you just say his nose gets bigger when he lies? That's the most important part of the story. Things getting bigger don't interest me. Actually, I'm okay. a movie nerd, so it should be obvious. All right, Mosin. So how do you rate this movie? Yes, it's an inspiring family-friendly story about woodworking. 
engineering and boys going into donkeys. Okay. So zero stars. Oh, why zero stars? No, because when I was watching the movie, I realized that the cockroach kept trying to give advice to Pinocchio. Oh, we should mm-hmm. not encourage interspecies interaction, you know, unless they're cats. Like cats are chomel, kan? Lipas? No, not recommended. <laughs> it's a cricket. It's Mosin's Movie Reviews. So a fake astronaut used the whole love scam angle to cheat a woman out of 140,000 ringgit. That's why you should always look for guys uh, who are down to earth, <laughs> not guys who are in space. Kasian <laughs> <laughs> lah, this 65-year-old uh, Japanese woman. 65 years old. Yeah, she met this guy on Instagram who said that uh, he's a Russian astronaut working about the International Space Station. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> then the astronaut told the woman he loved her lah. He even proposed to her, but then he said he needed the money for get this landing fees. Land. <laughs> this woman, ah, uh, first of all, she actually thought she was communicating with someone who was literally in space <laughs> at the yeah. time. You know, no, not finished. Ah, uh. and she was communicating not via some high tech NASA, you know, this communication device, uh-huh. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and then she has got to somehow participate or contribute in helping him land back on Earth. How can people be so gullible? Clearly they can, uh, which is really sad. But I think it's also to do with self worth because mm. I mean, if you value yourself and you're guarding your heart, you don't want to get hurt like this. Yeah. You will want to meet the person, right? Especially before face to face. I was saying, yeah, face to face. You want to meet them before you have a serious relationship with them, or at least at least hear their voice. Be Before they propose to you, <laughs> isn't it? Like with Jonathan, my fiance, we met on Bumble. We were talking on Bumble for a month. Chatting lah. Yeah, before okay. we actually met, but we also exchange voice notes with each other, and you can kind of tell if you get along with that person just from hearing their voice. Wanita, you very very smart, ah. Huh? Thank you. Uh, you cannot tell from my voice. I was lying also. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. But okay, be serious, ah. Uh, can we all agree to err on the side of caution? That means no matter how in love you think you might be, if the other person starts asking for money, yeah, be be skeptical. Correct. And if the other person adds a time pressure element to it, be even more skeptical, right? If the fellow says, "I need the money now," my rocket. <laughs> Is leaving in 10 minutes. You know, you need to because first of all, this whole landing fees nonsense. Ah, uh, if yeah. it was real, ah, uh, how is it supposed to work? You, so your boyfriend astronaut is coming back, you know, from a successful mission in space. Uh-huh. He's landing, but because he didn't pay the landing fees, what JPG is going to show up? Is it? You're <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you tak 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 boleh tarik landing fees tak boleh pakai sini. Tak, you uh, you balik you balik bulan. Et go home. <laughs> Fly FM. So this guy pulled a love scam on a 65-year-old woman by pretending to be an astronaut and telling her he needed landing fees oh, for a lady believe him and got her heart broken. But we also see a lot of fake these days, right? Like fake ads, fake people. What else? Whenever I go on Instagram, okay, and not not just Instagram, all social media, right? Yeah. When I look at the pictures, uh, in my head, I'm like, at least 50% of this is fake, <laughs> right? Uh, even if they are not cheating you for your money or for your likes, they are cheating your emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone thinks that though Everyone should Because <laughs> come on Alright Some things are so obviously Faked or staged <laughs> Like when I see uh, The pictures uh, On Facebook Of the married couples And they're looking Very loving <laughs> la. 
right? They're going on their private holiday to the Maldives or whatever. Just the two of them. Oh, then oh here they are looking at the sunset. No, oh, <laughs> here they are on the white sandy beach. And then the caption, ah, uh, all I need is you, fake. <laughs> What all I need is you You have a photographer following you There's a lighting guy There's a photoshop editor Private holiday by backside So cynical <laughs> I really like believing Things like that are real Like love nah. And how close families are as well But uh, yo, once I was super disappointed like, I went to this event With influencers right It was oh. the launch of an indoor park like, They had like rock climbing Big slides all And oh, there okay, were okay. Yeah two celebrities there Oh me and who huh? <laughs> Sorry, these were really famous ones, okay? <laughs> They're actors, but uh, people watch their content also for how loving they are with their kids. Disgusting. <laughs> Why is that content? Uh, yeah. So, I, I follow both of them on Instagram and they always portray this like super mom, super close with the babies, you know, a lot of sweet moments okay. thing. Mm. But when I saw them in real life, oh, they were on their phones the entire time. Time. But when it was time to take pictures at the slide and the video camera comes, they pose and pretend, okay, okay, smile, give mommy a hug. And wait, then, wait, they, so they have their own video team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a proper team following them. But you know, the, the team will like video other stuff as well. But when they come to them, then they'll put the phone aside and take with the babies. And like be all friendly and loving and yeah. motherly and all that. Yeah, but yeah. when that's done already, they got their shot back to the phone. No natural interaction with the kids whatsoever. That's when my mom was, was different. Because yeah. when I was younger, she was always hugging me in public, loving me, kissing me, or taking me here and there. And I was like, that time where got social media, ma? <laughs> you do all this for what? Crazy one. <laughs> <laughs> Fly FM. So these car rental employees found a toddler inside a returned vehicle. Uh, yo, hope the car is okay. <laughs> 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 so one of the employees found this scared little toddler in a locked car just sitting there in the car return lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the child was only two years old, by the way, but luckily the kid was found in good health uh, when checked by the paramedics. Uh, nothing was wrong with the poor baby. Please tell me this wasn't an abandoned case. Uh, no, it wasn't. Okay. The grandparent of the child just forgot that the baby was inside. Ayo. Yeah, which is really sad. But the kid is safe now, so all is well. Okay, so I'm not a fan of kids, you know. Yes, you've said this many times. <laughs> yeah, but it bears repeating, okay? But I really cannot take it uh, when parents, or in this case grandparents or whatnot, leave their small kids in the car. Yeah. You know, two years old, three years old. Mm-hmm. You cannot leave them without an adult in the car. Because a few times already, uh, I get in my SUV and then there's a car blocking me. And inside the car is an unsupervised kid, right? Oh, because man. the parents had to rush down and buy something or whatever. Oh. Uh, and this this kid don't know how to reverse to let me out. <laughs> he's, he's not helpful to anyone. Why are you going to leave him there? At least you teach him how to move the car first. I'll be sitting to the kid. I've said, please, the gear, move forward, reverse. The kid is sucking his thumb looking at me. Useless. <laughs> You know, you know, in Australia, you can get in serious trouble for leaving your child anywhere and oh. you can get the cops called on you, right? But on the other hand, in Denmark, people regularly leave their sleeping babies outside in their strollers. It's apparently a norm. <laughs> Why are they doing this? They, well, they say it's good because they don't get sunny weather often, so it's healthy for the baby to be exposed to sunlight. But also, uh, because the cost of living is so high there, nobody wants your baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's too expensive. <laughs> this is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.